Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Time to chat sport now and a good day to do it as well uh, with uh, Luke Liddy who is in the studio next door. Don O'Sullivan, editor of the Limerick Leader and commentator here on Live 95 is on the line as is GA commentator Mal Keevney who was on duty yesterday and our soccer correspondent Mike Ahern and it was a very good day for Limerick Hurling. Galway taking the goal puck out. They need a goal to force extra time. Limerick have possession and back covering. It's David Reedy. He plays it all forward and it's, it's over. James Owens has blown full time and Limerick are through to contest their 18th ever All Ireland Senior Hurling Championship final. It will be Limerick versus Waterford in the 133rd playing of an All Ireland Senior Hurling final. The 13th of December, Limerick and Waterford, the first Christmas All-Ireland final since 1924. Yeah, Mel, I, I don't know what it was like for the listeners there, but it was fantastic to be in the final, but uh, kind of a subdued finish there. A couple of lads put their hands up into the air. I think it was more relief than excitement, but look, we're in the final. It's all that matters. It's where the players are training for. It's where they want to be. We're there in two weeks' time, and some heroic performances there today. Tom Morrissey, Grod Higgity, probably been the main two. They're the main driving force there. Um, between them, they're after getting nine points in play, and obviously Tom Morrissey tipped over that last three, so ten points from two players in the half-forward line, and they both do their defensive work and in attack. So, look, we're looking well, we're looking sharp, and... Um, uh, really looking forward to the All-Ireland final. Yeah, former Limerick hurling stalwart Jim, Bob and uh, Mal providing commentary there. And uh, Luke Liddy, you were one of the privileged few in Croke Park as well um, yesterday. And I think uh, Jim, Bob summed it up there. You know, it, it was a scratchy enough semi-final. Uh, we had a classic with Limerick versus Cork in uh, 2018, but that wasn't the case yesterday. But the bottom line is Limerick got over the line and are in the final. Yeah, they certainly did, Joan. It was, it was always going to be a bit of an arm wrestle. I think we said that in the lead-up to the game, that this was going to be a tight game between two physical sides, two highly skilled sides as well. Maybe thought there would be a, a goal or two in the game, which there wasn't, but uh, that was testament to, to, to both uh, defensive setups in in Galway and Limerick, and obviously Limerick missing a couple of goal opportunities as well. But yeah, got over the line in the end, Joe, and... and I think when when Joe Canning went off and uh, Nyland came on and and he's a he's a really nippy player he he hit a free and then he scored another from play to to level up the game you were starting to think oh no is this going the wrong way but but Limerick as always were able to gather themselves win the next ball score the next point and and drive on I mean it's just People will say, look, Limerick stormed to victory against Clare. They stormed to victory against Tipperary. Four-point win over Waterford. And people were saying that, that maybe Limerick were off the pace. Beat Galway, who've, who've made it to a, an All-Ireland semi-final on merit for being a, a, a fantastic team. Got over the line by three points. And again, people saying maybe Limerick are, are stuttering heading into this All-Ireland final. And a lot of people tipping Waterford after their semi-final win over Kilkenny. Look, it's the way the championship is going. Limerick are, are building into this championship they're coming against up against top opposition the opposition levels are, are increasing as we go along we got over the line we're in, in an All-Ireland final Mal said it there an 18th All-Ireland final out of 130 odd it's fantastic to be there a second in three years we can only praise this Limerick team and, and be delighted to be there two weeks now to gather themselves and, and get ready for that massive occasion Yeah um, John Kiley was talking after the game 
don't know what the final tally was in terms of you know our work rate in terms inside there, but I know the boys worked extremely hard outside there, and they were made work very, very hard for every single ball they got. Galway were very, very firm in tackling. They didn't allow us to break the tackle too often, you know. And, you know, our boys showed great resilience overall, is what I would say. On a night when things maybe weren't going completely according to plan, they dug in and dug in and just refused to be beaten tonight, you know. I think it was just a sheer refusal to be beaten under no circumstances, no matter what happened, were they going to get beaten tonight. John Kiley uh, there and uh, Mal Keevney, as I say, was on commentary duty yesterday. And Mal, you've commentated your share of very big games, um, but uh, certainly the atmosphere in Croke Park <laughs> was very odd, I'm sure. It was, Joe. And as you know, Limerick and Warford, we have the, the greatest uh, set of supporters of perhaps any county on the Gaelic Games front. But it is what it is. We knew from the very start of this championship that the matches, including now the All-Ireland Final, will be uh, played behind closed doors. We're glad to be there and we're very glad to be in with a chance and a serious chance of winning this All-Ireland title. And I can't see us losing it. Really, um, uh, Don O'Sullivan. I mean, from your perspective, you know, do you think there's a a very big performance left in Limerick now uh, on the biggest stage of all, the All Ireland Final uh, on Sunday, the thirteenth? Yeah, absolutely, Joe. I think what we're kind of struggling with, as all Limerick people do, is struggling with the the favourite tag going into games. It doesn't sit well even mentally with us when we watch games. But semi finals are there to be won, and the interesting thing for me looking on at this Limerick team is that they can win games in several different ways. I mean, Waterford in the Munster final kind of put the shackles on Garot Hegarty and Tom Morrissey and we found a way to win it with different players further up the field. And then you look at Galway, they, they double down and take an Aaron Galan out of the game and then the half-forward line comes up and wins the day. And you talk about tactical changes and Keane Lynch moving back into midfield. Kyle Hayes has come back wing back, having won all Ireland at centre-half-forward. I mean, if this was another team, if this team maybe was wearing black and amber um, stripes on their jersey we'd be singing their praises but it's just it's because it's Limerick we're not used to going into these games and just winning semi-finals and getting into finals this is the third semi-final in a row the second all final in three years this crop of players are just phenomenal and it's going to take a huge effort from Waterford and the big thing that we've seen with every other team in every other sport that has won while we've been watching on waiting for our win is that the bench is crucial for years we saw Kilkenny teams and Dublin football teams, you know, unleashing these guys off the bench when the game is in the balance. And that's what Limerick did last night. As John Colley said, they, they showed that they were not going to be beaten in the match yesterday, which regardless of whether crowds are there or not, is, is something you can't build into a team. I mean, you mentioned Kilkenny there, the great Kilkenny sides as an example. You know, in, in another code, I often think of the All Blacks there as well. You know, Limerick show a degree of ruthlessness and steel and edge now when they're threatened that they certainly weren't showing a decade ago? Oh, 100%. I, I, go back to 2018, I think we've spoken about this before, but if, if you remember Limerick going up to Galway and beating Galway in the league, there was a fight before half-time and the two teams went toe-to-toe and Limerick stood up to them and Don Grady was in commentary as an selector and he said, God, that, look at the strength and power of that team. Limerick got off the bus below Carlo in that backdoor match mm-hmm. and they were heading up that way and absolutely hammered them off the field and went on to win the All-Ireland. So they've been building this for years. They went toe-to-toe with Clare toe-to-toe with Tip. They went toe-to-toe again with, with uh, Waterford in the Munster final. Remember, in 2018, they won the first round Robin All-Ireland. Everyone was called it the hardest All-Ireland ever. If they win this one, it'll be the hardest All-Ireland ever because there's been no fans. It's been every second week. They're up against squads that are being tested to the metal of their physical strength and 100% like the All Blacks. When the match is in the balance, Limerick won. And they scored 27 points. I know Luke was saying there about goals and goals in matches. That's great. But 27 points. 
is incredible, and particularly from the half-forward line yesterday. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a short break. We'll continue our chat uh, after that with the, the guys. And, you know, it's not something that uh, we should take for granted. Limerick are in an All-Ireland Senior Hurling Final, uh, their second in three years. Call Limerick Today now on 46 Check us out today from 12 for more live 95 Christmas crackers. With your local mace, going the extra smile for a 60 Christmases and counting. Live 95. The Live Drive. With thanks to Limerick Motor Centre, your local main Hyundai dealer, Bally Simon Road. For your new or used car, check out limerickmotorcentre.ie. The Live Drive. Weekdays from 4. Live 95. Black Tag Sale now on at Curry's PC World. Upgrade your kitchen this Christmas with our premium range of kitchen appliances. Get your home a large screen TV with massive savings on LG, Sony and Samsung. And we've got unbelievable deals across gaming and laptops. Shop online at curries.ie. Wrapping your gifts in newspaper because you ran out? Cooking tofurkey because your teenager just found veganism? Christmas compromises are unavoidable. But not with OnPost Mobile. Get unlimited 4G data, calls and texts, plus 99% 4G population coverage. All for just €15 a month and your first month free when you switch. Pay as you go, no contract or bills. Don't compromise this Christmas. We're open for business as usual and close to home. So pop into your local post office today or visit onpost.com forward slash mobile. OnPost Mobile. Offer available for new customers. Fair usage policy applies. For T's and C's, see onpost.com forward slash mobile. Are you concerned about fake news? Does the media reflect your experience of the world? What could they do better? The Future of Media Commission was set up by the Irish government to assess public service media, the challenges they face and to make recommendations for the future. Have your say wherever you live in Ireland or around the world on futureofmediacommission.ie. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Luke, Don, Mal and Mike are with me and uh, we are reflecting, among other things, uh, on Limerick being in another All-Ireland hurling final. And uh, Mike, uh, we heard um, uh, Minister Niall Collins this morning on Live 95 News making the case uh, that there should be more people, the full extended panels of Limerick and Waterford, their families, um, county board members from both, um, allowed into Croke Park now, for uh, the All-Ireland final. And, and we know John Kiley's been deeply critical. He was again yesterday of that. What's your take on that? Um, I think it should be kept away from politics first and foremost, Joe. I think, look, it's fair enough to say the extended panel, but if we start drilling down then into families and club members and chairmen and stuff, where does it stop? And it's going to create too many more problems down the line. But I fully agree with John Kiley, as I did when he came out and said it after the last game as well, that the extended panel, I mean, those players are there. They're keeping the starting 15 and the other uh, 11 players honest every single week in training. They're pulling in the same time, effort and honesty as every other player in the panel. And, you know, every manager will say one thing to the dressing room, that everybody has a part to play and everybody is important as the next person there. So I think definitely if the players aren't allowed in from the extended panel, then it would, will be an absolute shocker. And I agree, it's probably unforgivable uh, looking forward 
uh, as John Kiley said yesterday, if, if they don't get in there. Because, I mean, what's the point in participating if you can't be involved at the highest level in the most important game of the year? Yeah, We already know from Team Limerick Cleanup that they have their treaty call up and running. They want uh, you to send in your 30-second videos supporting Limerick uh, in advance of the All-Ireland Senior Hurling final. There are some prizes involved, but really it's about being able to show those videos to the panel in the build-up uh, to the game. And Don O'Sullivan, with your editor of the Limerick Leader hat on, and we're thinking about it here at Live 95, you know, we're trying to give people a sense of the excitement of the build-up to an All-Ireland. I mean, Luke Liddy had a, a photo yesterday which he put up on our social media of an empty and deserted um, uh, road up to Croke Park that would normally have been full of Limerick and Galway fans. Oh, yeah, it's just the weirdest of times, Joe. I think, you know, growing up, I would have heard, you know, the Thunder and Lightning final and all the carry on. I was only saying it last night at the kitchen table. That this is going to be the no-crowd final in years to come, hopefully, when everything goes back to normal. But yeah, it's such a weird atmosphere. And much like you say, ourselves here in Little McLeader and yourselves in the radio are trying to create that atmosphere. We, we've been given out to before, Joe, we're trying to overhype the hype machine. But I think uh, what we'll do this time is just try and show people or people can show us how, what they're doing for the final, how they're going to be dressing in green on the day, putting the flags up, getting ready, you know, putting the Christmas tree up and the flags up at the same time is weird, as Mal correctly said, 1920s or 30s since the last final in December. It's just going to be a weird time for everyone. But Regardless, Joe, whether it's Christmas or July or first Sunday in September, everyone has the goodwill behind this Limerick team and they're representing us out there in the green jersey and it's all we can do is support them from where we can that the rules allow. Yeah, yeah, I think it would be very important. I know I'm sure the council have plans, you know, Limerick GA will have plans as well to try and get flags uh, up uh, uh, and around uh, Limerick City and County. There was some criticism, we got it here on Limerick Today from people of the lack of colour and flags in the build-up to the semi-final. But hopefully now with a couple of weeks to go, we'll see everybody in Limerick, um, you know, business community and others getting behind uh, these uh, remarkable players. Um, Mike, I just want to mention here, because I'm looking here thinking this is a t- Hi, boy. Dundalk beat Athlone 11-0 in the FAI Cup semi-final. Yeah, incredible, wasn't it? We might have had goals in the GA yesterday, Joe, but we certainly got them last evening live on television. And I'm sure if anybody associated with Athlone Town is picked up a newspaper this morning, they're certainly staying well away from the back pages because it was a trouncing. It could have been more. Dundalk were absolutely clinical and I have to say one thing, Joe, I've seen a lot of people give out the fact that the margin was 11-0. But at the end of the day, we're looking at Dundalk competing in the Europa League against Malda uh, this coming Thursday and a cup final next weekend. And they are the standard bearers in Irish football. And they're right to go out and put on a performance like that. They are professional. They're full-time. And you would have expected nothing less than a professional performance last night. 11 is quite a drastic uh, scoreline. Athlone now will struggle because they can't pick themselves up until next season as such. It was their final game of the season. But yeah, I mean, there was Limerick involvement in the backroom team in Athlone and I'm sure this morning they're all feeling a little bit sorry for themselves, Joe. It, it's a huge scoreline for a cup semi-final. Yeah, yeah. And very briefly, Luke Liddy, we need to mention that we have full live commentary this evening uh, with former Munster player Ronan O'Mahony and Don O'Sullivan of Munster Rugby. Uh, they are welcoming Zebra to an empty Thoman Park. 
Yeah, they certainly are, Joe, and uh, a blistering start to the season for Munster, six from six, and uh, will be tipped to go seven from seven, obviously, against Zebra tonight, and, and hopefully plenty of, of tries for, for the commentary team to, to call home in what's one of the, or probably the last game before the, the international contingent return ahead of the Champions Cup and the big festive interpros as well as at Christmas. So th- th- these young players for Munster getting a chance to put their hands up and playing fantastically well, and hopefully they can put the, the Irish internationals to the pin of their collar in terms of keeping their jerseys. We know it doesn't normally happen, but uh, it would be a bucking the trend if, if the likes of a Gavin Coombs could could hold on to his jersey in the back row when, when, when the likes of CJ Stander returns. But at the same time, those lads are representing Ireland. They're coming back into the game, having played at a very high standard. So we'll have to wait and well, see. But the competition in the squad is great. Standard. Huh? Yeah, very high standard <laughs> against Georgia was it? Over the last three games, Joe, maybe not against Georgia. Right. No, okay. although they made it look like it was a high standard. Right. Thank you very much, Luke Liddy. Thank you, Don O'Sullivan. Uh, thanks to Mal and thanks to Micah Hearn. Call Limerick today now on forty six nineteen ninety five.